guys welcome to another episode of chit chat with cat it's your girl cat of course and i'd like to welcome you guys back to my podcast we're gonna start this episode off with earful and that's where we talk about some different hot topics that's going on on social media and i first want to talk about the oprah winfrey and the Meghan markle and prince harry interview at first i didn't think i was gonna tune in And I just kept seeing different clips on Instagram of Oprah and the questions and the memes. I was like, you know what, maybe this might be an interesting interview to tune into. So I watched the interview. It was like an hour and about 25 minutes long. And it was pretty interesting. First of all, Megan, she looked beautiful. She has her little baby bump. Her and Prince Harry, they're welcoming their second child together. And she pretty much let loose. She let it all out to the world. She explained why her and Prince Harry left the castle. They left the royals. And she did not hold anything back. There was no questions. I was off limits. And I just thought it was very interesting to hear. Because in our heads, we feel like it's the royals. Everything. They have like a whole kingdom. So in my head, I'm thinking like, you know, they're happy. But it was pretty interesting to see that there was so much like stuff happening behind the scenes. Like Meghan Markle, like I said, she talked about a lot. Um... One thing that I found interesting that i seen online was that it said Prince Harry um, feared that the same thing that happened to his mother was going to happen to his wife. And I was like, damn, because I remember Princess Diana briefly because she was her death happened around the time when I was probably maybe like six or seven years old. So I do kind of briefly remember um, her in the past. And I do remember that she had kids, but I do remember specifically her death. Um, And I I do believe that she had some like mental issues. And that's one of the things that Megan talked about in the interview. She talked about how she was not happy living under the circumstance that she was living under. She said she reached out to multiple people for help and she could not get the help that she wanted. And it's pretty sad because you think that, okay, you're at, you have this, you're at a place in your life where you're considered royal, like, you you serve a royal country and you could someday possibly run a country and be a queen so you would think that in a time like if you need help especially if you're crying out for help that you would get that help and it's sad that she didn't get that and there was another part where she um, mentioned that her son's complexion was going to be an issue and that he wouldn't be offered security and how he wouldn't be able to do certain things because of the color of his skin. They feared that he would be dark. And I'm just like, what does that have to do with anything? Who cares what colors he's going to be? He's still by blood. He's royal. This is the prince's son. So it was just pretty interesting that all this stuff was happening behind the scenes. And they also asked her about Kate, her sister-in-law. And they mentioned how she mentioned how there was a tabloid that she's seen that said that she made Kate cry. And she was like, it's crazy because Kate was the one that made me cry so it's just crazy how people can just put things out and there's people like Megan who it honestly affects and I felt so bad for her because she even says she contemplated ending her life while she was pregnant I'm like oh my gosh I already know any woman who's been pregnant they know that when you're pregnant your hormones are crazy so imagine being pregnant she said that her husband he was out a lot working and she said she was alone most of the time so she did have dark thoughts she did have a lot of 
thoughts of harming herself while she was pregnant. And she said she reached out to people, which to me is the craziest part. She said she reached out to several people asking for help and no one would help her. So she said like she said she felt like they had no choice. And when Prince Harry came out and talked to Oprah, he said that he was like, my wife was crying for help, literally crying for help to everyone and no one wanted to help us. So I did what I felt like I needed to do. And he said he left and he said he don't regret it. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. That's a real man like here you are because at the end of the day he's still a prince like you know he he has duties that he needs to fulfill but at the end of the day this is your family now your wife your son Archie and you guys are expecting another kid this is your family now so at the end of the day he has to protect his family and do what he feels is best for them so if that means leaving behind a country leaving behind your family whatever it is you're you have to do what you have to do. So I commend Prince Harry for doing what he did. I commend Meghan Markle for telling her story, telling her side, because I'm sure it's not easy. Imagine coming into this whole new world that is completely new to you. You have to follow these rules. You have to do, you have to walk a straight freaking line, point blank, simple period, because everyone is watching you. And then on top of that, you're of mixed race. So I'm pretty sure that alone was just a whole big subject, a whole big topic. So I commend her and I feel for her. And I hope because mental mental health is very serious, especially in the black community. Like a lot of people don't like to seek help. A lot of people feel like therapy and counseling is weird, is bad. There's this bad stigma with therapy and counseling within the back black community and I want to tell you guys right now I'm going to be very transparent with you I see a counselor because there is times where I don't have it together there's times where I'm happy there's times where I'm sad I'm human so I speak to someone about my feelings like a sort of my feelings because it's not good to keep that shit held up inside of you because that shit would drive you freaking crazy trust me and i'm gonna leave it there but just know that guys like it's okay to talk to someone a counselor a friend someone you trust some even sometimes someone that you don't even know it just feels good to just release and just have a clear mind and just be at peace with yourself that is a great feeling. So, guys, I recommend if you can get counseling, get it. If you can speak to someone and just feel better about anything that's going on, that's a blessing. I commend you. I encourage people to do that more often because mental health is real. And I'm going to leave it at that for now. Another thing I want to talk about is I seen a post on Instagram and it said that the word well, I guess now it's a word, finna and child was going to be added to dictionary.com. And I kind of felt two ways about this. I was like, okay, well, this is fine because I use those words anyway. So in a sense, now when I use it, it'll be technically correct because it's in the dictionary. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. But typically I do like to try to bleed, try to speak you know, proper English and be grammatically correct. So I was like, okay, finna and child finna be in a dictionary. Okay, I'm cool with that. And then the other side of me was like, okay, well, damn, here go white folks. Or, okay, we're going to just keep it G and say, here go white folks capitalizing off of black people because we all know black people are trendsetters and we create things and we do things and 
it pretty much blows up and it becomes it goes viral and everyone wants to do it so in my head i'm like here they go again reaping the benefits of what us black people do and just be great and now finna and child finna be in a dictionary and it's gonna be i guess it's these are words now so when i say finna no, nobody gonna look at me crazy because I'm gonna be like, it's in the dic- it's in the dictionary. Go look it up. It means this. So yes, Finna and Child will be in the dictionary. Um, another thing I wanted to briefly discuss was there was a, another post that I seen that said that I don't know if you guys remember, but I think back in maybe the mid 2000s, like maybe like 2013, I believe. I could be wrong on the year, but there was a boy that was found dead i think it i think this happened in georgia young man this happened back in 2013 where this young man named kendrick johnson he was found dead in his school's gym and they said that he was wrapped up in the gym mat and they also said that there was new newspapers stuffed in his body and it was just a very 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 brutal because i actually saw the the pictures of how he was found I saw it, I think, a few years ago when I ran across the story the first time, but accidental. And to me, that was freaking mind-blowing because, like I said, I saw the actual pictures of this young boy's body, and there was no way in hell that the way he passed away was an accident. So the reason I'm even mentioning this is because it's said that they are reopening the case. And I'm going to read the post really quick. It says... Many of you became familiar with the untimely death of South Georgia high school student Kendrick Johnson, who was found dead head first, rolled up in a gym mat back in 2013. His death, which was ruled an accident, sparked outrage and has been an ongoing conversation on social media for quite a while. Several people have continued to demand justice for Kendrick. Last June, you couldn't scroll down your timeline without seeing a post asking you to sign several petitions on change.org in Kendrick's honor to have his case reopened. Even celebrities like Kim Kardashian advocated on her platform by sharing the petition. Um, So pretty much they are reopening the case. And I am so happy because when I first heard this story, it made me super sad. I actually cried because I'm like, damn, imagine sending your son to school. Like he has his whole future ahead of him. He's at a great school. He plays basketball. He's good on the team. And you never get to see your son again. And then they tell you get no justice for your son after you you realize that you lost your baby you get no justice for him and then his death gets ruled accidental because some of the kids that may or may not have allegedly been involved one of the kids have family members that are in the police force or i heard fbi so that must be a pain like I don't even want to think about for a mother so the fact that they're reopening this case and looking back into it that makes me happy because there's a lot of people especially people of color that gets killed and it's just like who cares it's either not talked about or it gets sweeped underneath the rug or cops or whoever that's involved don't get held accounted for these actions and it's just very disturbing and to me as a mother 
Like, I just can't imagine what, like, I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind and there would be hell to pay. Like, I'm taking everyone out. It's going to be a law-abiding citizen moment where everyone is dying. Like, you take my kid, I'm taking, ev everyone is freaking dying. Point blank, simple, period. But the fact that this case is reopening, I hope this mom gets a better verdict a better everything because she deserves it he deserves it like how the hell are you gonna kill someone's kid call it an accident and then just live life like how it's been years since this case was closed and now that they're the fact that they're reopening it is just mind-blowing and I hope this mother gets some justice and I hope she's able to sleep better and I hope they don't do this in vain and they give us some freaking happiness because look at this we just had Breonna Taylor's one-year um, death anniversary and her her killers are still out here they are out here probably living their best life having dinner with their families every night, laughing, and this poor girl is dead. Like, her life is over. Her dreams are over. Everything that she wanted is no longer going to happen, and it's very unfortunate, and it's not fair, and it's very tiring where we have to keep hearing about this over and over, a new hashtag, someone else dying to police brutality, and it just needs to stop. Like, it's, it just needs to stop. So I hope that these people, and I've seen that Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, he's filing a federal suit against the um, police department. And I hope he gets every freaking dollar, even though no amount of money can bring back um, Breonna Taylor and what happened to her. But I hope her family and everyone who is affected by this, they get every freaking single penny that they deserve because that girl did not deserve to die, especially the way she did. It didn't, it should not have happened. Point blank, civil period. And the fact that no one is taking accountability for it is disgusting. It's very, very, very disgusting. So we're going to move on to something a little bit more light because, oh, that was getting me riled up, guys. Sorry. Guys, so a couple that I actually cared for is no longer a couple. Saweetie and Quavo have broken up, and I like Saweetie, guys. She's a cancer like me. She's beautiful. Her baby hair is beyond fleek, and she's so icy, and she's so cute, and I don't really feel like, you know, her rapping is all that, but she does have a few tracks that I like. Like, my type was my shit. Rich nigga ate, because that's my type. That's my type, nigga. That's my type. Ate, that's good pipe. I'm a magic all night. Okay, yeah, that's my song, y'all. And I do like her new song, Best Friend. That's my best friend. She on me. Oh, yeah, that's my song, too. But... Her and Quavo broke up, and I was like, what the hell now, guys? Most of these little hip-hop couples, they are never a couple goals for me. Let's make that clear. But I like them. I like seeing them together. I like seeing them, you know, with their posts, like gifting each other very expensive, lavish stuff and going out on dates and just taking cute Instagram pics. But it was very heartbreaking to see that they broke up. So Saweetie posted... She tweeted, I'm single. I've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. Presents don't band-aid band scars and the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women. 
And then she said, I'm emotionally checked out a long time ago, and we have walked away with a deep sense of peace and freedom. Excited for the of elevation to chime in. And he tweeted, um, he said, I know you want to make this into a show, so I'll play my part just this one time. I don't normally put my business out there, especially my personal life. I feel the need to address this so there are no false narratives. I had love for you and disappointed you did all that. You are not the woman I thought you were. I wish you nothing but the best. So, so Weedy responded back to his tweet by saying, just take care. And guys, there was this picture that went viral and let me just paint the picture for you i'm pretty sure you've seen it by now but it is saweetie's face on drake's body for the cover of his infamous take care album and when i tell you that freaking picture almost gave me a heart attack it was hilarious i was like who the fuck comes up with this stuff like these people are geniuses like these people deserve freaking grammys like these type of people people that make content like this to me are geniuses because it's like that shit is creative as fuck all she said tweeted back was take care and this picture has gone viral and has freaking blew up the internet like it's crazy but yeah man they broke up and then of course a lot of people is talking shit cardi and offset end up freaking trending because of Saweetie and Quavo's breakup and <laughs> they're making fun of Cardi saying there was one that was like Cardi now it's your turn and I'm like oh my gosh the internet has no fucking chill like they will fucking drag and Cardi gets no break my thing with Cardi is she always feels the need to respond when people come for her and I'm like sis who cares like why do you always have to even like when it's always and I guess it's just like a celebrity thing and it's probably even like their PR or publicist telling them like okay hey like this looks bad because I'm sure like even with that situation that happened with JT and the girl like they have a team who's supposed to like you know because I'm pretty sure these celebrities really don't give a fuck because I'm sure I would not give a fuck but she always has to feel the need to explain herself or something. And I just don't like that about her. Because I feel like if I was her, like, and I'm sure, you know, it's probably hard because she sees her name everywhere. And every, I understand that. But I feel like she cares too much, like a little too much. There's other celebrities who just be unbothered and don't care about the trolls that be on the internet and who don't have no lives and just sit up there and be negative all day. So, I don't know. But I just feel like she has, she cares a little too much for me. But, moving on. Yeah, I'm low-key sad that they broke up. And I was actually rooting for them, although I knew that they wouldn't last. Um... So we're going to move into hot picks and that's where I'm going to let you guys know some things that I've been watching or listening to. And um, as far as shows, one show that I freaking love is Grownish, and it looks I think this season, the last episode of season three just recently played and freaking Zoe and Aaron finally it looks like are possibly going to get together. And that makes me so happy because 
I always liked Aaron Frizzoli, even when Cash was in the picture, which was the the really cute basketball player, and um, Luca. I like Luca too. He's very he's a little weird for me for my liking, but I like the fact that he's like very mellow and chill, and it looks like he just goes with the flow. And then there was Aaron. I always wanted Aaron, Aaron and Zoe to be together. So. I'm happy that it looks like it may finally be happening. And that last episode, if you guys watched it, uh, Luca was low-key being a dick to Zoe. And I'm like, I kind of understand where he's... I kind of understand he's hurt because whatever. But I feel like she made the right choice. And I, like I said, I always wanted Aaron to be with Zoe. And I love the fact... I love the theme and the message of the season. Like, there were so many things that I could pinpoint and talk about that I loved about the show. But if you guys don't watch it, get on it. I grew up um, watching A Different World. Um, and I feel like this is like a modern, A Different World. And it's just more classic. And it's just amazing. Like, watch Grownish if you don't watch that. So I've been watching that. Um, Grey's Anatomy is back. And girl, guys, I'm saying girl. Guys, that show, of course... I feel like it's about to end very soon, and I hope and pray that they don't end it with freaking Meredith dying. Like, they, because right now, it seems like she's in the hospital. If you guys, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, Meredith is in the hospital, and she's fighting COVID, and they're showing Derek. Derek is back from the dead. Like, she's dreaming, and it's very beautiful, and as much as I love seeing Derek, I do not want them to end this show like this. Like, I know Grey's Anatomy is coming to an end very soon, but they can't end it like this. Like, and I'm going to just leave it at that, and we'll just continue to talk about it. As time progresses, if you guys have Netflix, I do recommend these two shows. Um, I watch Behind Her Eyes. That one is a little weird, but it's pretty good. Like, I don't want to give it away in case you guys watch it. But it's it's pretty good. It's pretty much about an assistant sleeping with her boss. And she befriends the wife. But the wife is very weird. And it's like a huge big plot twist that you probably wouldn't even think of and I kind of forced myself to finish watching the show but I'm really glad that I did because it was pretty good and I feel like the way that it ended there may be a second season to it and I hope there is because it was really good. Another show that I watched on Netflix is called Jenny and Georgia. It's really 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 good. It's kind of like um, teenage, teeny boppy, like, and it has some adult real life situations that happens, but it's a really good show. Um, it has many different lessons and I feel like a lot of stuff is kind of relatable. Well, maybe not a lot of it, but it's a really good show. So if you guys are looking for something to watch on Netflix, that's new. Um, there's, it's Jenny and Georgia and behind her eyes. Um, as far as music, of course, my husband, Drake, um, he dropped three tracks. He dropped What's Next. Um, he also dropped Wants and Needs with Lil Baby. And there's the Lemon Pepper one with Rick Ross. So those three songs, of course, they were on the top 100. So he had three songs on the top 100. Like the, the first top three was his three. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so amazing. And... My man went on live or whatever he was. I guess he was on live or he posted online. He celebrated with Bow Wow. And he was like, oh, 
if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. And he was like, Bow Wow's a legend. Now, I wanted to discuss that. I love Drake. Everyone knows that I love Drake. Anyone that knows me knows that I love, love, love Drake. But I don't know. I feel like that was a very bold statement. He said, now, don't get me wrong. I feel like Bow Wow, he's been in the game for a very long time since he was a kid and I feel like he has a lot of hits he does and he I feel I don't know I don't know I just don't feel like the word legend is something that we could call Bow Wow like and that is my personal opinion and I feel like this is like I don't know y'all let me know what y'all think am I tripping or is Bow Wow a legend because I want to know I want to know what y'all think because I, I feel like that's a strong, bold statement. And I feel like Drake, I feel like Drake is a legend. Like he has put out enough work and everyone knows Drake is that nigga. Like he don't come out with a bad record. That's how I feel me. And I, I could just be biased because, you know, I do love him a lot. But that's honestly, I feel like a lot of people would agree with me. Like Drake, he... I can't think of a really bad Drake song, like, and if you can, let me know, but Bow Wow, on the other hand, he's had, okay, I don't know, I just don't know if I would call him a legend, but I'm super proud of Drake, and I'm so happy that he has these top three songs in the country, I think out of all of them, I like the one with Lil Baby the most. Um, I think that one's my favorite, but of course I like everything that he puts out. I'm ready for outside to be open again so I can go to another Drake concert because I am fiending like going to concerts is something that I really enjoy, especially a Drake concert. Guys, I've been to a total, I think of seven Drake concerts and two of them like by myself. So I'm a huge fan. So when I say I want to go to a Drake concert, I want to go to a Drake concert and I Actually, any concert, but I'm waiting for outside to be fully open and hopefully we'll get some concerts and we'll get some good stuff coming out. So I'm going to wrap up this episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. Of course, subscribe to my podcast. You can visit my website. It's www.chitchatwithcat.com. To email me at chatwithcatpod at gmail.com if you need advice or if you want to know how I would handle a situation, email me or message me, DM me, and we could talk about it on the podcast. If you like, you can remain anonymous, of course, and just let me know. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in with me and make sure you stay tuned for more episodes. Deuces.